Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Thursday, October the 1st. We have made it to October. And if you hear a bit of a, oh, a constant sound behind me, that is because I've got my heater on in my office. And uh, I don't know if cold has reached Wisconsin, but cold has reached me. That I know. And so... Yeah, it's going to be on for the next six months, I think. Um, So for those new to the podcast, welcome. I am a lay Catholic minister, what's called a pastoral leader within the Diocese of Green Bay, three rural Catholic parishes in uh, the eastern part, northeastern part, and specifically Kiel, New Holstein, and St. Anna. And uh, every day, look at uh, the gospel of the day and make a few comments, sometimes more than a few, depending on how much energy and, uh, you know, imagination or thought to have. Uh, today, we are going to break open the Gospel of Luke on this feast day, by the way, brothers and sisters, the Feast of St. Therese uh, of the Child Jesus. Uh, and uh, wonderful woman, the, the little flower. We'll talk a little bit about her again. I, I warned you earlier this week, this is Feast Central. We had the Archangels Tuesday. We had Jerome yesterday, Therese today. Oh, and we got the Guardian Angels tomorrow. So uh, we, well, heck, and if we kept going, I think uh, Sunday the 4th is Francis. So it's just we keep, we keep rolling through them. Lots of people to celebrate in the midst of uh, this kingdom of God. That was a long diatribe to get to the gospel. We are are looking at Luke chapter 10, verses 1 to 12. So a little bit longer gospel today. Luke 10, 1 to 12, if you want to follow along. Let's break open God's word together. We're reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus appointed 72 other disciples, whom he sent ahead of him in pairs, to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, The dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So when we hear this gospel, brothers and sisters, first of all, just a a, a slight um, definition. He is appointing 72 others. So we're not talking about he's appointing the 12 apostles and 60 others. 
He sent the apostles out at an earlier date. He is now selecting 72 others to go out and, uh, and prepare the way ahead of him. Uh, and then he talks about how we're to do that. He's like, listen, um, there's so many people out there that are waiting to hear the word of God. That the, the harvest is, is plenty, but there, there are so few laborers. So pray that our God brings forth more laborers so we can connect, we can bring this word out to these people and prepare the way uh, for Christ. But he's like, this is not going to be easy. You're going like lamb among wolves here. And, and don't rely on your own devices your own security measures, no sack, no sandals, no money bag. Greet no one along the way. It's not that he's opposed to greeting. I don't think, I think we can put those words into Jesus's mouth and say he's not anti-greeting. He's saying, listen, there's no time. There's no time to stop along the way and greet others. The time is now. It is short. It's kind of like what we talked about yesterday. That decision moment is in front of us. And we can't say, let's wait till my dad uh, passes away. That moment is here now. How are we going to decide? Because we can't look back. And, uh, and then wherever we go, we invite people. I love that image. You know, wish peace to that household. And if a peaceful person lives there, it'll, it'll remain. If not, don't worry, it'll return to you. Peace is abundant. And, um, and, uh, and, and proclaim the kingdom. Cure the sick. And, and, you know, again, we've talked about this before, that that charism, I believe, still lives within the church. There is no doubt about it. And not one that I've been given. But it's, it's a charism. I, and I love this image because Jesus, you know, alludes to it here. It's, it's an image that the curing of the sick isn't the end. It's merely, okay, let's capture the attention for what is the real healing that's going to take place here. And I'm going to tell you about the kingdom of God. And I'm going to prepare that. So what can we take from this, brothers and sisters? It's so good. Um, I love this image. Just the first line out the shoot. Jesus appointed 72 other disciples whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. Brothers and sisters, that is true of you and I as well. Our God intends to visit all of them. All of these places, I mean, 72, okay, I can divide by two since they're going out in pairs. You know, and again, reminder, we're not alone in this mission, nor should we ever be alone in this mission. Uh, because if we are, we are going to burn out quickly. Uh, we are going to lose faith. We're going to lose hope. We need others to, to be with us on the way for when we are wounded and struggle. Because again, we're lambs among wolves. So they can carry us and we can carry them. At the time, we are called to community, to community, whether that's two or more. Uh, we don't do this alone. So get that cultural independent idea out of your mind. Get it out of my mind. Uh, we are together in this. But that whole idea that Jesus is sending him out to 36 villages, okay, at the minimum, and he's going to visit them all. Well, if he spends a day in each one, goodness sakes, it takes him over a month to get there. They're going to forget all about it. By the time, you know, he gets there. Okay, the point is, he's, he's going to visit abundantly. There's nowhere he's not going to visit. And so what is he saying is, is, again, we, brothers and sisters, as the disciples, are the connecting point for Christ. 
um, that, that we are called in our own way to bring the gospel. Well, I'll use the, the image I used yesterday, I think, to cultivate. We are called to till and to plow and to prepare the soil. That's all we can do. So the one who is the seed planter can come and plant the seed, and the one who is life can help make it grow. That is not our job. I, that's beyond our pay grade, brothers and sisters. But we must till the soil because you know what? Jesus is going to visit. Jesus is going to visit. And that's our call. And yeah, to, to heal as much as we can along the way um, and, and to, to do it now and, and to not rely on our own devices. You know, this, this image of missionary that, that you and I, because clearly, brothers and sisters, we are the 72. We are called on mission. And I want to point out a book that I, I read or begun reading. Uh, we're, we're reading it as staff. Actually, it's uh, by Julianne Stans. Julianne, oh, what a gift to the Diocese of Green Bay. She works up at the uh, diocesan headquarters. The book is called Start with Jesus. So what we do as a staff is we read a chapter a month. So we just started. We read chapter one. But Julianne uh, gave this image to me. Never thought about it like this before, but I love this image that she used in this book. When Jesus, this was in Acts now, in Acts 1, when Jesus ascends... He, he challenges and, and commands the disciples, the apostles at that point, to bring the word of God to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and all the ends of the earth. And Julianne says, of course that's the, the, the pattern. Because Jerusalem, that's home. That's family. That's, that's our starting place. That's where our true and first mission lies. We have to till that ground. We have to connect to that because, because you know what, brothers and sisters, Jesus is going to visit there. And so our spouses, our children, our siblings, our parents, whatever it is, whatever that, that family is for you, that's Jerusalem. That is the starting point of our mission. And then the next was Judea. Judea is, Jerusalem is within Judea. That's our neighborhoods. That's our, our, those, those next ripple, two ripples out, our workplaces. Uh, it is our, our friends and associates and, and, and things on those lines. That is the next place that we till. And, and again, as best we can. And then the third one is Samaria. Samaria Samaritans, of course, were, were outsiders to the Jewish people. That's when we go out to the fringes and we bring to those people who are outsiders to us, who are on the fringes of our lives and the fringes of society, the fringes of our church, wherever that is, that that is also in that mission. But it's third, after we have focused on Jerusalem and Judea. Then it's Samaria. And she also said this, just almost in passing, but it's so true. The work, brothers and sisters, is ours. That's what we're called to go out here and do. But the conversion, the action, the growth, that's the Holy Spirit's job. Not yours and mine. We're workers. The time is now. We can't lollygag. We can't rely on our own devices we are called to simply bring the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is, is present. 
Jesus is saying, even, even in those towns where peace wasn't given, the kingdom of God was present there. He says it there at the end. Um, but just people aren't open to it. We got to till to help them be open because when we do, you know who's going to visit? Yeah, the one whose place we're preparing. He intends to visit them all, he says. It's awesome. St. Therese, you guys. So earlier in this pandemic, this, this is one of those gifts of this pandemic, is I've had a chance to, in the midst of these prayer hours and things, uh, catch up with a lot of reading. And one of them, one of the books I read was The Story of a Soul by St. Therese. And, and I, I know little about her. Um, there are others out here listening and, and certainly within our church who know far more. But here's what I know. This woman, um, at the age of 15, 15, entered this Carmelite uh, community in Lisieux, France. And from that moment on, was within the boundaries of that abbey, of that monastery, and didn't set foot out of it. And what she did was worked in a way that she worked as if all was for God. And she was the most humble of souls. I won't say the most, because I don't know who to compare it to. Here's what I know. She had an incredible humility about her. I loved it. She called herself the little flower. And, and I'd always heard that, but I never realized what that meant until I read the book. And she's like, in a field of flowers, there are those that are the big flowers that draw attention, that, that draw the, the wanderer, the, the person passing through, not only their eyes, but their fragrance, and, they, and they're drawn to them. She's like, that's not me. I'm one of the wildflowers that are trod upon, that, that, that aren't even noticed, but yet are noticed by the one who created it to help lighten the field and, and bring beauty to the creator. Oh, I thought that was so gorgeous. Again, in that act of humility, and, and that's, that's who she was. She did not set foot out of the bounds until she died at age 24, 24. But because of this whole idea of, of that everything she did, um, even uh, in her work, but in her suffering and uh, in her, her illness, and, and uh, I don't remember exactly what that illness was, um, whether it was uh, cancer or whether it was, oh gosh, I'm, I'm blanking right now and others are probably shouting at their podcast. Um, but even in her suffering, it was, it was redemptive suffering, suffering leading to prayer, leading to, to conversion, praying for priests, praying for those who would, uh, who, who, who would be converted that day or, or, or were led to Christ or, or praying for, for her sisters in community, uh, whatever it is. I mean, it was just a beautiful, humble, and because of that, joy-filled life. Uh, if you've never read a story of a soul, take time to read it. Not hard read at all. But you know what? This woman, this woman who died in 1897, 24 years of old, as I said, was ordained less than 30 years later because people knew her holiness. They just, it, it how could that be? She never went outside the, the boundaries of that monastery. But people knew because you know it when you see it. And she was, uh, did I say ordained? <laughs> Well, whoops, not that. She was canonized <laughs> less than 30 years later. Canonized, not ordained. Um, 
uh, and uh, and a hundred years later, I think it was a hundred years on the dot, John Paul II made her a doctor of the church. <laughs> Again, twenty-four-year-old, never left, and 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 herself would probably say, "How on earth am I a doctor of the church?" But one of the great teachers of our church, only the third woman doctor at the time, by the way, uh, with uh, Teresa of Avila and uh, Catherine of Siena. Oh, that's heady company. Um, St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower, pray for us. Let's pray the rosary. Let's uh, invite uh, our, our Blessed Mother to, uh, to pray alongside us. If there's an intention for which you would like to pray, I invite you to lift it to her at this time. And let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth uh, glorious mystery is the Assumption of Mary. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you on this feast of uh, the little flower. Uh, may it just be a day that we invite ourselves to contemplate um, our own personhood. Uh, and uh, in regards to humility. 
Um, Bless you. Have a wonderful day. Hope we can be back together again tomorrow.